You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Uh, that's I'm why. Okay. All right. Save it for after the show. But I'm right. save it for our baby podcast. Womb scoop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, scoop. Andrew Goldfarb hey. is joining us, and Brian Altano. Rap, rap. <laughs> we got a great show for you this week. <laughs> We're going to talk about games that mix genres. We're going to talk about long games. Mm -hmm. We're playing the long game. Ooh. But first, got an email here from our friend David in Albany, New York. Uh, either of you know David? I know you yeah. from the East hey, David. Coast. Yeah. I'll, I'll be Albany. over later. Is it the capital? Is Albany the capital? Uh, sounds right. No one knows. Right. <laughs> he emailed us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like you can. And he says, long-time listener, love the show. You guys always have great conversations. After a great start. Wanted to get your thoughts on this topic that has been annoying me and seemingly nobody else about the upcoming Xbox games Gears of War 4 and lay, Forza. Lay it on us, David. If you buy the Ultimate Edition for $100 instead of the regular edition for $60, you get the game four days early. Seems to make the people who don't want the season pass second-class citizens and makes it harder mm. for a game like Gears to avoid big story spoilers, like if someone dies. And you're going to be four days behind people in multiplayer, even if you pre-ordered to get a day one. Seems like if Call of Duty or EA did this, people would have their pitchforks and torches. What are your thoughts on this disappointing trend they're doing? Keep up the great shows. That sucks. Well, but He's wait. totally right. That sucks. First of all, aren't Call of Duty and EA both doing this? Yeah, EA definitely does this. EA does it, well, it's like two days early. The, yeah. 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 If you have EA access, and then Call of, Call of Duty does that. Uh, yeah, I don't early know. access for every game for a limited edition, ultimate edition. Yeah, I mean, you'll never hear me say this again, 
And if anyone tries to call me on it, I'll deny it. Mm -hmm. But David, I completely agree with you. What? Well, yeah, I think I think we all do. You just said you agree with them too. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were agreeing that they should. Okay, forget it. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. no he meant David Microsoft, not That's David right. from Albany. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's good practice to give anybody early access to a game because they paid more uh, or any sort of preferential treatment or anything like that. I mean, it's mm. we're fragmented enough when it comes to multiplayer games specifically in terms of season passes, in yeah. terms of getting. Uh, like I, I just played Watch Dogs for a few hours this afternoon. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. And a lot of dogs in that game, by the way. Uh, like actual dogs Wait, running around. Really? Do you yeah, watch tons. them? Are they cute? Yes, we'll get into it another time. But uh, they. Watch dogs uh, is like the story of Andrew's life. Yeah. It's like, all right, <laughs> let's just talk about dogs today. Um, I went to go look at uh, on PSN, like how much it costs. There's a $60 version that if you pre order, you get the like Zodiac Killer DLC and the costume, which I don't know why you want to dress like that man. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also a $100 version. But that's just an, an example of like that's stuff that I'll never be able to attain unless I pre order the game. And that's already fragmenting enough. You start there's taking Zodiac that. Killer <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Wait, actually? Well, it's like that's what they're calling it. It's probably just some, some sort of mission thing. I mean, you just like it, quietly I can't write imagine it actually takes place. Yeah. We're not going back in time to the 50s and 60s, he right? He could still be no. out there. We don't know. Well, okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they're very much in the weeds here. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like there's enough that's sort of fractioned off already from people who want to play a game who can't get all of it, which kind of sucks because as gamers, we're completionists. Yeah. I want yep. everything. And the only way to get everything is, is to spend $100 for a full version of a game. Well, I mean, and Watch Dogs specifically is funny because you remember the grid? There's like a Wikipedia grid of like the like yeah. 80 different yeah. pre-order yeah, yeah. yeah. that, like, yeah. that was like peak pre-order. We're like, yeah. Amazon has this and this, <laughs> yeah. and Target has one of the Amazon things, but not the other one. And, mm -hmm. but, I mean, I, I get it from the perspective of game makers. Hey, look, we want to sell this $40 mm -hmm. in DLC. We'll sell 10 DLC packs. What else can we just toss in? They're like, well, all right, we'll give, we them, give them four days early yeah, access. We'll give them some costume. We'll give them, you know, like double XP and like, all right, screw it. Like the game's already finished. We'll just give it to them a few days early. Like I mm -hmm. completely understand how that decision happens, but that doesn't make it right or good. Yeah. It's also just a weird thing to be like, yeah, the game's done and ready to play, but we're not releasing it for yeah. four more days. Like, it, makes, weird... it makes release dates. That and, uh, like, preloading is totally a great thing. Like, this game comes out in Steam in a week. You can preload it. And that's good, but it feels weird knowing, like, I have the game. Yeah. It's on my computer, and then through some arbitrary, like, okay, now mm -hmm. it's released to you, and you may play it. Like, it feels very strange that yep. it makes release dates feel artificial. And yeah. Weird. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's definitely annoying because you can be a big fan and pre-order the day one edition, but it's, since it's just the standard edition, <laughs> you have to wait those four days, and then for those four days, you have yeah. to go on like internet blackout well, that's, to I, avoid yeah. spoilers. I felt the same way about The Force Awakens. They put it out in the UK three days earlier, and I'm yeah. like, well, my phone is off now, yep. and I don't see anybody, and like I come into work, and people were talking about Star Wars, and I would get up and go in the other room. Yeah, I mean, terrible that's, existence to not have to be on your phone for four days. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Us, especially with our job. I mean, with Persona right now, I'm doing that because <laughs> it's out in Japan, and it's not out here till February. You're so playing. It. Five months in Japanese. You're the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me all along. I'm the yeah. Zodiac killer. <laughs> the Zodiac spoiler. Uh, yeah, we definitely uh, sympathize with David from Albany, New York. Definitely annoying yeah. on his end, but I like Alice's. Like, it's not surprising to see publishers try this sort of thing. They're always looking for new ways to. I wish be, we could get be more better. Revenue. Like, I wish we knew if it was worth it for them. Because I'm wondering, like, realistically, how many people act. Like, maybe that frustration is enough to get people more people to do it. Well, they probably only do it with games that they're confident, have a really high degree of confidence that they're excellent, that are going to have good word of mouth. Like, if your game's mediocre, that could actually harm you. Like, yeah. people that might have spent sixty dollars 
might yeah, stop. But true. if you know your game's great through focus testing or you know just whatever, like you're confident, like then maybe it makes more sense. Like start building a little bit of buzz from your biggest, most hardcore fans to begin with. But yeah. when does it stop? Like a hundred dollars, and I'll tell you the ending three months before the game. I comes mean, there's out. already <laughs> Steam early access, where like you can just pay full price for a game a year before it comes. Yeah, out. a year yeah. before they're done fin yeah. <laughs> making it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, not good. Andrew, you you have some time in development. Do you have any idea like what percentage of a game sales are the like limited edition or special edition sales as opposed mm. to the regular? No, because uh, the stuff I did, we didn't do a lot of. Like we didn't have special editions for the games I was there for. Yeah. Womp womp. Utterly useless yet again. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of my MO. But I, I love like dogs. <laughs> it would be more fun to tie it into like their biggest super fans. Like have some contests and like prove you love watchdogs more than anyone else. Or like whatever, like members of their community or like reward like your biggest super fans, not just the people that give you a hundred bucks or with, if it was, you know, early access by a few days. If it was four hour four days, four hours, four days early access to the DLC when it comes out, or mm -hmm. something that's gonna happen later, mm -hmm. but launch feels like a weird time for it. What because if you had to sign like, an NDA? Uh, yeah, I don't think no that would work. No one, yeah. everyone well, I mean, you can't I it's, it's weird because it's, it's not <laughs> just, it's this, it, like, he's right that it's both. Because I was like, oh, like, for single-player games, it's not a big deal, but, like, he's right about spoilers. And then for multiplayer, you're right that, like, you well, edge. you're level 30 already on my yeah. first day. So I'm, I'm, I'm very pissed. I had Forza Horizon 3 spoiled for me the other day. <laughs> It's a kangaroo. It's very somewhere. sad what happens to that car at the end. I heard that game's really good. We can get game very good. Nine point five Luke games? Riley. Wow. Or, yeah. I also found out something about Straya that I didn't know. Straya. I don't know what that is. That's Australia. Uh, well, the oh, thing oh. you're saying is something different. That was weird what you did with your mouth when you said that word. Well, it's impossible <laughs> to say that yeah. without contorting your Australia. lips. <laughs> they call. Uh, he opens his review talking about what they call donuts there. What do they call them? Circle work. Circle oh, work. What? There, there's a lot of, a lot of, when I was there, uh, McDonald's was called Maccas when I was in Australia. Maccas. And Burger King is called Hungry Jacks. I want you to give us five yeah, facts about Australia. King, one yeah, of franchise is, is called Hungry Jacks. Jack. Is it called Donuts Circle Works? What do they call sandwiches? Square jobs? <laughs> you want to go get some nice hot square jobs for lunch? <laughs> what, what on earth? Sort it out. Yeah. Why are you so worked up about Circle it? Circle Works? It just sounds... Can I get a glazed circle work? No! It like, sounds like something will get you in no, jail. No, no, only in the context of a car. Did you miss that Don't, part? A car, car, car. car doing dog. Oh, not yeah. like a breakfast Not donut. like, an act, not the pastry. <laughs> I love the review starting out like, I'm hungry, could really eat some <laughs> You missed such an important oh piece my God. of context. That's amazing. Uh, can I get a jelly circle work? God, that's great. That's really good. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Our next email is from Big Tony Style. Big Tony. Ooh. What's up, Tony? Uh, he says, I recently acquired and played ActRaiser for Super Nintendo. Mm. Yeah. Dyer's favorite game. For the first time, knowing it came with a strong recommendation from many people in the gaming industry. I didn't really know what to expect, but I fell in love with the way it mixed genres between 2D action platforming and a strategy slash god sim section mm -hmm. that tasks you with rebuilding the world's population. The unique mix in genres leads me to ask the Scoop crew, what are some other games you've come across that blend multiple genres into a single experience, and did the games benefit from this approach? Spelunky, platformer, roguelike? No. Platformer, roguelike. No. No? no? You don't think that counts? No, no it doesn't count. Odd bang. <laughs> I mean, 
That's that's a really hard question to answer in 2016 because so many games are like it's an action RPG with uh, yeah. first person elements. Yeah, or but that's like, not like a shooter like, with yeah. RPG stuff. That's not like a shooter RPG. Like Act Razor is literally like two games, right? Two like D side scrolling and then top down god game where uh, you yeah. sort of go down yeah. into the levels and play them. There was a game I don't know if it ever came out or I remember reading about it in magazines. I never played it where it was going to be a real time strategy game where one player played from the top down like directed troops here, you go here, you go there, playing against one other player. But then, from the troop level, it was a first-person oh, shooter. Eve did that. Uh, so for was that what Eve? You're like the PC game of Eve. You're up in the clouds or whatever. And then they did uh, was it Dust Five One Four? Was the PlayStation yeah. game yeah. where you actually play as like the ground troops? And the yeah. idea would be like you would get some directive that's like you know your team push east, your team push west, and there's like a human being playing a different game giving you that instruction. Mm -hmm. But I don't really remember cool. if it. Ever I had this game for Game Boy called The Getaway, and it was a pinball yeah. game that when you got like certain parameters uh, or hit the ball into a certain place, it turned into a racing game. That's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah it was very weird. So it's it just like the original Game Boy? Yeah, it's the original wow. Game Boy. And it's straight up pinball, and then it turns into like this uh, like third person, like one of those like so, sort of isometric racing games. Cool. Uh, or not isometric, like, what, like the old like Load Runner, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, Load Runner is just like 2D. Yeah, like. but it, it makes it look like there's like stuff Happening like you know outrun type of situation, okay. and then like you crash into a tree or you win the race, and then you're back playing pinball, and you're like, well, that was jarring. Yeah, I feel like, weird. I feel like there have been to be other able games. to get away with stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, not even genre switching, but just like I played Back to the Future Part Two and Three on the NES, and you fight a lot of hamburgers in that game. Yeah, they're just bouncing around, and like when you're a kid, you're just like, yeah, there's Biff Tannen, there's a hamburger, and then there's a DeLorean, and you you totally just gloss over. Like, video games were weird mm -hmm. back I mean, in the day. That Like, yeah. they're not like that today. Well, I think that specifically was made by a team in Japan who had never seen <laughs> either of those movies <laughs> and probably gotten, like, some promo shots of, like, the restaurant they yeah, went to. Like, they're America like, oh, you can get a nice burger at the, at the diner. And they're like, oh, we must fight that burger, obviously, <laughs> in that movie. Um, but, yeah, you don't really see that a lot. Like, I know there's stuff like Bioshock where it's a first-person shooter or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then there's, like, Puzzle mini games in it and stuff yeah. like that. That's yeah. true. You see it in a mini game context a lot. Mm. You know, stop the gameplay to go do something else for a little bit. Yeah, but like, like Uncharted, I guess is like Watchdogs basically had all the like that hacking element in Watchdogs. Yeah. And there's, was, yeah. there's pretty interesting yeah. hacking in Deus Ex too. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, yeah. I definitely think there are games that drop you out for a second, and then there's like mini game collections, obviously, like yeah. something like WarioWare or even Mario Party. Like you're Ooh. doing a lot of different stuff. Uh, what was the Tim Schafer game? Uh, Broken Age. No. Uh, uh, Headlander. The one with Jack, Jack Black. Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Legend. Oh, that's totally, that's, that's a, a great really example. Good, that's yeah. a really good example. Yeah, that's now, actually, I don't know that that was a, a totally successful right. example of it. I mean, yeah. it was, but it, totally, it does mix genres. Yeah. It's a great yeah. game. It's just people had no idea that's what it was before they played yeah. it. Right. Yeah, there was um, a game that actually got canceled. It was weirdly before I quit IGN the first time, before I came back. Uh, the last pre wrote was a game called Chroma. That was a game Harmonix was making. It was a rhythm first-person shooter. Chroma got canceled. Where, yeah. Oh. And it was um, basically like if you, depending on which class you chose, you had to time your shots to the beat and like get combos and stuff. And it was you know it was like an arena shooter, but you had to like have rhythm mechanics. It was really weird. That sounds cool. I love but that. That, that would have awesome. been an example, <laughs> but it is not. Brutal, Brutal Legend is. Uh, 
the one game from my reviewing days, and I'm like, yeah, I, I overrated that one. Oh, really? What'd you yeah. give it? A nine. Whoa. A nine? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, whoa. What, if you ask me today, is this game amazing? I'm like, mm, no. Yeah. Yeah. Game, no. yeah. I, I mean, got a little carried away on that. It one. had a lot of great stuff in it. It had yeah. a lot of great ideas. It I opened up it. really strong, like a lot yes. of double fine games, and then yeah. it kind of petered out towards yep. the end. Yep. Uh, the game, one of the obvious games we're missing that gives me a, an opportunity to talk about something I've been wanting to bring up recently is uh, Puzzle Quest. Oh, yeah. Puzzle Quest is like one of the major modern games that mixed genres. And you guys know there is a new Puzzle Quest? No. It's called Gems of War. Yeah. It's made by the guys that made the original Puzzle Quest. They yeah, started the new developer. And it's been out for a couple of years, but I just discovered it recently. It was brought to my attention by a fan on Twitter, and it's awesome. Is it oh, free man. to play on the App Store? That's great. Yeah, free and to play. I think it's also on PS4. I think it's on, I don't know if it's on PS4. It's on it Steam. Uh, I'll have to check I it played out. It's on PS4. so much Puzzle Quest on DS, and then fell off entirely. Yeah. Like yeah. there have been like all these spin-offs. And so like so this, it's, it's the Harmonics Guitar Hero thing, where the developers <laughs> that made Puzzle Quest are now they don't have the name Puzzle Quest anymore. That belongs to D3 Publishers. But D3 right? is still making games called Puzzle Quest with yeah. another developer. They made Puzzle Quest Magic: The Gathering. Yeah. So there's it's uh, Giordano's and uh, Giuliana's. Yeah, the pizza. The there's pizza a, if you want to look up a fascinating pizza war, there is a very famous restaurant under the Brooklyn Bridge called Giordano's, and the Giordano family sold it and then opened a new restaurant across the street called Juliana's, which is the true Giordano's <laughs> pizza. Yeah, that's, what, that's what's going on with Puzzle Quest, except yeah. in this instance, both Puzzle Quest and the new thing are both pretty decent. Wow. Yeah. So there's a Gears of War, there's a God of War, and there's a Gems of War? Gems yeah. of War. Can we get this to a five and do a top five there's, of wars? Oh, well, there's Game of War. There's also Game there's of War. There's Game of War. Oh my yeah. god, there, are, there might be five of Surely war. Surely there's one more of War. Girls Probably. of War. Girls of War. <laughs> it would probably sell. Uh, anyway, Gems of War is free to play and it's awesome. It's like just Puzzle Quest, and then they introduce a lot of elements from Hearthstone, like uh, you know you earn gold by winning battles and you get new cards to use during the battles, and you can upgrade your cards and you can spend gold to go in the arena. It's got and a it city, lasts as long as you can. City upgrading mechanic. Yeah, and actually, I, it's awesome. I kind of thought it was just okay. <laughs> I think it's awesome. All right, but I might like Puzzle Quest more than you. Wow. You have been known to overrate games, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So uh, we heard from Damon Hatfield <laughs> five minutes ago. What about Typing of the Dead? Sure. Oh, yeah. Typing of the Dead, yeah. yeah that's, that's a, a weird example. one. Mm -hmm. Such a weird game. I, I'm so happy games like that exist. Yeah. Like, they don't make anything like that anymore. No. Yeah. Now, I was trying to think, do you think Superhot qualifies as mixing genres? Mm. Yeah, it's kind of its own thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's a I shooter, mean, it's, but it's also a lot of other things. Again, so. like we have to find like Andrew is right that Spelunky mixes roguelike and platforming, but that doesn't necessarily that's not like ActRaiser, where no. it's like two yeah. totally separate mm. things shoved together, like Borderlands yeah. and you know FPS and, and yeah. uh, RPG as well. So yeah, actually Borderlands isn't. I mean, like something like Borderlands or Fallout is mixing two. Yeah. It, it is mixing two genres, but it's yeah more. It contains like everything. Where it's like yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. All right, moving on. Next email comes from Joe, and he says, There are so many games coming out now. It seems like a large majority of them are incredibly long. Some of them are long for no reason, adding additional content to get players to stick around longer. The problem I have is for every 30-plus hour game I finish, there mm -hmm. are four others that I start, just never play again. Yep. On the other hand, I've finished and loved tons of shorter games recently, like Firewatch, Abzu, and Quadrilateral Cowboy. I love long RPGs and adventure games, but there are so many now. It's hard not only to keep track of them all, but just finishing them has become difficult. Yeah. I find that I really like these short five to ten hour games because I can finish them in one or two sessions. What is the matter? It's very giggly. It's, di it's difficult to keep reading when you're doing this. <laughs> What's so funny? You're having a laugh at that. <laughs> oh, okay. No, let's backtrack. Yeah. You were talking about long games, and Goldfarb, like a four year old, looks at me and goes, Long games? 
And now he's been laughing about it for three minutes since. It's not that funny. You having a giggle over You're there? You're crying. <laughs> it's not that funny. I'm glad uh -oh. you're having a good time on GameScoop. <laughs> I am. All right. Can we continue? <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway. I know I don't have to play every game that comes out, but they're all really good, so I have to help. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yep, with everything he's saying. And we get this a lot, and it's weird, because we're in a position where we have access to a lot of games, um, and we get some free games, not as many as you may think. Um, but we do have access, we have a library here, can borrow from friends and stuff like that. We have uh, access to consoles in the building where we can play. Um, but I have been saying for a very long time that I do appreciate like a good six to 10 hour game. Yeah. Like, um, even something shorter, like uh, Inside, I believe, was three and a half hours, four yep. hours. Uh, Abzu was about four hours. Uh, Firewatch was, what, four to five, maybe? Yeah, and it's um, like, it's like, Gone any, Home's two. It's like any medium, right? Like a TV season. Like a 10 episode TV <laughs> season or a 13 one is always going to be tighter than a 23 episode. Right. Oh, it feels so weird. Like I'm going back and marathoning West Wing. And it's so weird to go back to 24 episode seasons yeah, of crazy, television. Like, nothing endless. does that anymore. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. what's yep. your favorite thing yeah. that's ever happened in episode 11 of a 22 episode season? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. they're just stalling for time at that point. Yeah, and even like if you Josh go, is probably being a big jerk. Probably if you is. go back to like 24 or something, like there, were, there was essentially like three different seasons yeah. melded into one yeah. because you can't sustain that for that many episodes. And Vide I think for games that's true too. Video games are the only medium that we actively consume in this day and age where people uh, chastise something for not being long enough. There is no yeah. book where everyone's ever been like, this could really use 300 more pages. Yeah. Or, or movies. Yeah, you pick up a you pick up a book and you're like, oh, it's, this is this is a short book. Yeah, I mean, like, it's no, you don't say that. This movie was only an hour and 45 minutes. It should have been three and a half hours. Like, you don't get that. Games are the only medium where yeah, people okay. are like, if I'm going to spend 60 bucks, and I know that's a big barrier of entry, but if you're like, if I'm going to spend 60 dollars in a game, I want to last. I want it to last me for 50, 60 hours. Well, a dollar an hour. People yeah. do say that they want. They're like, oh, I would have liked to have seen this movie be longer. This book be longer. But it's always in a context of like, uh, it's never in the context of like money. Yeah. Like I didn't get my $10 worth out of this movie because it was 90 minutes long. It like, was weird. And I, I talked about yeah. this on, on probably on this show and on Beyond as well. Uh, but Uncharted 4 was one of the first games I played where I was like, I would have been happier if this was five hours shorter. Yeah. Like you ha if you had really, gone in there. every game for me. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just feel like there's like, like TV shows, movies, they have editors that come in and stuff gets cut. And I know scenes in video games cost so much money that you can't just be like, we're going to take out the Madagascar level or whatever. Not saying that that needs to go no. specifically, but it's tough to to play a 17-hour game that I'm like, I think this would have been better as 12. And it, it, it's the medium, right? Like in a, if you want to shoot a movie and it's a conversation between three people, you set up three people at a table, you set up a camera. In a game, like by the point where you've created a world or you've created the Madagascar level or whatever, like cutting it is a much bigger process and you've lost a lot more because you've put in so much. And you've tested it because yeah. people are doing more than just watching two characters interact. Yeah, they're exactly. I mean, I almost, I almost never beat any games anymore because I think mm -hmm. most $60 games are like $30 worth of ideas stretched into, you know, a $60 package and it just goes on too long. Like I need something taking, you know, building on itself and like layering on new challenges and new interesting ways to use your your, you know, mechanics and the game systems mm -hmm. and the and just ratcheting it all up until it crescendos and the game ends and most of them are just drawn out, man. Like they don't their ideas can't sustain like you do the same combat loop over yep. and over and over again in Fallout. I stopped playing Fallout 4 because if you go into a building, you're going to fight super mutants or you're going to fight braiders or you're going to fight uh, you know, like some other garbage, like yeah, yeah, and then, like every game gets like something like The Last of Us or Tomb Raider or Bioshock Infinite. Like so many of those games, the way they pad is by just either you're getting your objective and you have to backtrack and then come back to it, which you could have just cut out that whole loop, 
or you get that thing where it's like just wave after wave event. Yeah, they just triple just, the yeah. amount of challenges yeah. you have in a single environment. Exactly. And it's frustrating because um. like the game is great. Like Fallout 4 is great, and Bioshock Infinite is great, and Uncharted 4 is super great. Uh, but they just their ideas can't sustain their running time. That's yeah. it. And it starts to like wear you down before you get to the end. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I've, I've talked about it here a hundred times, but it's why I love Stick of Truth. You know, South yeah. Park made a 10-hour oh, RPG. And as someone who doesn't get to play a lot of RPG games anymore because they're daunting, I mean, even Final Fantasy 15 looks awesome, but I'm like, is this going to take me 70 hours to beat? Like, I wish that game had a mode that was like 12-hour mode. And it was just like, you leveled up twice as fast, you got through dungeons twice as fast, like, yeah. and maybe entire areas are lifted out. Like, they, they weirdly did that on the mobile release of Final Fantasy VII. You can just skip all the everything, battles. Right? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. You can I mean, turn I like off that. random battles entirely. Yep. Stuff Which like is that. like a smart system. I mean, uh, like Child of Light is a good example of like a, it, it's an RPG experience that's sort of condensed where it's like mm -hmm. you have turn-based battles and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I think um, I, I totally agree about like the, the best games now and maybe it's a symptom of just having a full-time job and not quite as much free time to like dive into more than maybe one or two like really mm -hmm. long games per year. But yeah, like I would rather have like a Firewatch or an Oxenfree or like one of those like three to five hour experiences than have like a 30 hour game. Cause yeah. I agree, it, it seems daunting. Like I looked, like when I get like a, like even GTA 5, I had this. Like I had a copy of GTA 5 that I bought on launch day that I didn't play for like a week because I was like legitimately like intimidated by like yeah. the, like looking at like an episode of a Telltale game versus a copy of GTA, I'm like, well, this one's so much easier and I can play yeah. it tonight. I mean, like, like The Witcher is downright stressful to me because I look at it and I'm like, I'll never even re interact yeah. with 2% of this entire game. Yep. Like, it's there, just so much. There is no better feeling than a game that you're, you know, completely immersed with, you're loving every element of it, and then just to know that it's gigantic and it's yeah. just going to go on and on and on. Like, that just feels so great. Like, I uh, started playing World of Warcraft again. Uh, RIP, you guys will never see me again. Um, <laughs> Um, and that world, like, that's a game that, you know, a team of hundreds have been making for a decade. Like, there's nothing else like it in video games, like, in terms of sheer depth of, like, handcrafted content. You can go through it all. It'll take weeks and weeks and weeks. And then when you finish, you could go through it again. It's a different class, and it would play completely differently. Yeah. Like, so if you, like, I don't think I'm going to play WoW forever. It's just I like the new expansion, so I'm playing it for a while. But, like... If you did like get that bug or GTA or whatever the game might be, just to know that uh, that the game is going to keep giving back to you for just evening after evening after evening feels. That's a very, very cool feeling. Yeah. And I respect yeah. that. I just resent the notion that every game should have to be like that. And that's not something we're doing, but I do hear that a lot from specific yeah. people in the audience who are just like, oh, I, I, won't, I won't play that game because it's too short. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you're robbing yourself of an experience. And like, I know money is a barrier, but like, there's so many other ways that like Steam sales, there's like buy one, get mm -hmm. one free sales. There's theft. like Theft is a huge, yeah. great way to Break steal Break into games. someone's house. Yeah. yeah. Rob every, mm -hmm. you know, all those indie developers out there, just steal it from them directly. They, their studios are probably a man, just a man, a man, not very a man on the street. Yep. Man on the, street. To carry the likelihood of him having the game yeah. you want to play is slim, but yeah. well, that's true. it's not zero. <laughs> yeah, it's true. greater than zero. Uh, yeah, there are undoubtedly more games than ever coming out every week. Every week, there's a, a crushing flood of iOS games, of course, and onto Steam, but even on consoles on PS4 and Xbox, there's just so many games released. Every week, from like older games that are re-released to the, all the new yeah. indie games to your yep. weekly AAA games, it's just like there's way too much. I mean, how do you find them? Well, what what, what I would say, back, well, yeah, there is a resource like IGN. Uh, but what I was gonna say is, I don't think there's that many or as many big AAA adventure games coming out anymore. Yeah, because like recently I finished uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, and I was like, okay, what's next? There is nothing out right now. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing else out right now. Yeah, so I was like, I was replaying Resident Evil Four, and I was like. 
what like I finish this now, like what what do I do? Like I can replay the new Tomb Raider game on PS4 in a yeah. month. Yeah. Um, but there isn't really a lot of like, sort of like triple A third person action games that I get to play. I mean, September's weird. September's a weird month. Like usually there's like a Halo or something this month. It's supposed to be Final Fantasy. Yeah. 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 And this year there's not uh, it really kicks off in October. The season starts a little late this and year. Yeah, then, it's insane. Month. then it's yeah, then it's like, insane. Then it's insane. Battlefield up. and Titanfall and Call of Duty are all within I think four weeks. There's only yeah. one week up. Like that's crazy. I think and also PSVR. like the thing mm-hmm. that's with that's fifteen games. Yeah, the thing that's insane is uh, like there probably is a game that would have been perfect for you coming off of Deus Ex, but like yeah. discoverability is just insane because somewhere on Steam there's probably some indie game that would perfectly scratch yeah. that itch, but like finding really it, tough. like we like IGN, you know, we're coming up on our twentieth anniversary. Like fifteen years ago, I think IGN was fully comprehensive and probably had a little bit of everything, whereas now. Even if we had ten times as many people, I think it would be so hard to actually so like, more games. find and review yeah. things. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, moving on. Next email comes from Carl. I won't laugh during this one. I apologize. Carl says, "My name is Carl. I'm a music teacher in Illinois. Not to sound cliche, but I have an idea for a game. My wife and I have begun doing research on how to develop a retro-style JRPG Mm. and have discovered there are more and more accessible resources out there. Unfortunately, it seems most of them are for iOS, which is not what I had envisioned. My question is this. Do any of you have any knowledge on what programs or resources are accessible to create console games? If you guys can help with us, I'll send you a code for the game on PlayStation 9 when it's done. Sweet. (laughs) Console games. That's that's the part that threw me for a loop. I mean, I was going to say, I'm surprised to hear him say iOS. Like, Game Maker... And you know its variations and spinoffs has been like it's available on Steam now. Mm-hmm. They actually had, I think, like a humble bundle for Game Maker tools. But Game recently. Maker stuff is notoriously when you when like recently you'll see people be like, hey, like we're canceling the whatever the Vita version, the Wii U version because we made the game in Game Maker and it mm-hmm. won't work on those platforms. Yeah, that's but what, what I didn't you know do about. See I mean, is yeah. Unity. Like, Unity, Unity, Unity is works on everything. Yeah, and it's free to download. And it's free to download. I don't know exactly. how the licensing works. You know, once you're starting there's, to make I a commercial product, I think there's different product, tiers but, yeah. of it. But yeah, yeah. yeah um, Anthony Gallegos, who used to work here. Uh, got into Unity, and I was just kind of looking over his shoulder one day watching him build a level and characters and hit detection and uh, environments and just sort of like watching the way he was able to manipulate the camera and just have these very rudimentary sort of like blob-looking people walk around this blank world that didn't have any textures. But at its core, like, he was building a game, and he was stripping down the ideas of what you see in a video game. And I'm like, this is a really cool way of looking at it, because I don't think a lot of people look at video games like that, you know? Um, and that stuff's free for the most yeah. part, and I think you can get access to higher tiers and stuff. But if um, you if you yeah. download Unity or any of these tools, you will have so much more respect for like the video game development process. Oh, yeah. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, none of this exists. It all has to be made. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's insane when you actually like even if you go back and watch like Dev Diaries and stuff. It's not even like you have to do it in person. But if you really watch people working in like Unreal or something, making like a photorealistic game, it is. Insane! How much you like? How every single thing you have to consider, and how many textures mm-hmm. and interactions with physics and all that stuff. Yeah, I would say maybe a, a big JRPG for consoles as your first game ever is a little ambitious. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe an, something uh, on a mobile game would be better to start with. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, Unity is free to download, like we said, and it uh, is compatible with at least Xbox 360 and PS3, mm-hmm. uh, those consoles, right off the bat. Yeah, play, play. maybe like start small, just do the turn-based battles, then yeah. that's like your first game. Uh, see, I would do the, I would say make a story game, make, make, play to the moon and make a short story game, and that was mm-hmm. made in Game Maker, and then, um, you know, then, then grow from there. Yeah. Do what he said. And keep us informed on your progress, Carl.
Now is the time on Game Sweep when we play video game 20 questions. Oh, I forgot the, I forgot the thing. You used, you brought it on last week. Yeah, but I was going to do it every week. He gave okay. me a list of like 20 questions. Well, you got to be better. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just in general in life, you just got to be better. You got to yeah. be better, Justin. Uh, everyone knows how this works. You guys email us a game suggestion. This one this week comes from David Barca. And uh, my friends have 20 yes or no questions to guess this mystery game. Let the questioning begin. I Does this nervous. game have plants? Yeah. Are there plants in it? Yes. What? Are there plants in it? Yeah. There are like it's a core mechanic. Plants for zombies. No, just plants. <laughs> so we that would be the source. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have zombies in it? Uh, no, it's got plant life. It. Is it from pre-2000? You're asking if it was released before yes. January 1st, 2000? Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Um, is this, was this a, was this exclusive to one console? Yes. Does this game play from a Definitely. 3D perspective? Yes. Okay, around four. Yeah. It's one fifth of 20. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, okay, so post 2000, it has plants. Post 2000, console plants, exclusive. console exclusive, 3D. Console. Yeah, is it a uh, Sony console? No. Um, Nintendo and Xbox, so that's. But Mario has plants in it. Gears of War has plants in it. Halo Four is much. Does plants. Gears of War have plants in you it? Should, you should ask yeah, which console. console. I mean, you can't just ask which console. That's not a yes or no question. <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, it's on the yes. I might ask him for ten bucks. Was, was this on uh, an Xbox platform? No. All right, so it's a Nintendo game. Or PC. Can I have it exclusive to one console? Yeah, so it's on a Nintendo yeah. platform after okay. 2000, so that could still be GameCube. Yeah, so it's GameCube, uh, yeah. Wii, Wii U. And it has plants. Ooh, do we... Is, can I... Okay, we, didn't, we don't know if it's a handheld or not, right? No. By uh -oh. consoles, is that... Do you want me to ask if it's a handheld? Well, you, I'll say that one for you. Is it a Mario game? No. Okay. That was a, that was a bad question. <laughs> Why was that a bad question? You should ask if it was made by Nintendo first. Odd bang. You know what I think it is? I think it's Billy Hatcher. <laughs> All right, go for oh. it. That would be good. That would be a good guess. Uh, <laughs> I said that. Maybe that's not a good guess at all. Is this developed by a first or third party? No, you can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. I can't curse Yeah, either. you can't do that. It's either. all falling apart. <laughs> uh, can I have $10? No. Um, is, this develop, is this a third party developed game? No. Okay, so it's a first party, first party Nintendo, Nintendo exclusive game. We didn't actually confirm it's Nintendo. We didn't say is it a Nintendo game. But it's first party. It's on first a party Nintendo and platform. it's exclusive to a Nintendo platform. Who else would it be? No, we didn't. Add, we, okay, yes, you're right. Wait, explain to me why that's not true. Because we said is it a Sony platform? Is it a Microsoft platform? We didn't blatantly say is it a Nintendo platform. I agree that it probably is. I'm just saying that. Who else asked, would it be? He asked if it's exclusive to a console. Yeah. yeah. Post 2000. Who else would like the Bagnavox CD or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> was who this else a, a console? A Bagnavox. <laughs> Just a bag. <laughs> Why is no one buying our system? It goes with a bag of games. Microsoft has a box. We have a bag. <laughs> the X bag. Um, the bag station. Is this is this part of a long running franchise? Yes. It's definitely not Billy Hatcher. Zelda, Metroid. Do we just start eliminating them one by one? Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a Nintendo. It's a Nintendo franchise. Zelda, Metroid, Donkey Kong, Kirby. Um, well, we can do, we can do like, the start human kind Let's, of? Let's, like, mm, I don't know. Okay, no. so we can either narrow down the console, mm -hmm. or we can, which is going to be tough, because it's just going to be the same, like Mario, Yonky yeah. Dong, Star Fox. Yeah. Uh, or we we find out what you're doing in this game specifically, and then we go from there. 
Ooh, like genre. We could eliminate yeah. genre. I mean, yeah. I think you guys are so overthinking it. We know it's a long-running Nintendo franchise that's not Mar that doesn't have Mario in it. So that eliminate yeah, that. But that turned out in hindsight to be a smart question because we yeah. know it's not any of the carts or sports or any of yeah. those because they all have Mario. But in. also, they're like between 2000 and now, there are like 20 Zelda games. So that doesn't really help us that much. Even even if we knew it was Zelda, that would still be hard. I don't think so. Well, you played this game more than I. Should we find out if it's a platformer? <laughs> Let's find out the genre. Yeah. Is this a platformer? No. Ooh. That's 10. Ooh, that's 10? Yeah. Oh, what, man. What, what platformer would it have been? <clears throat> yeah, because we knew it wasn't. Kirby? Yeah, that's like true. Kirby, okay, Donkey Kong. Yeah. I, will, Donkey I, res Kong. I rescind my, uh, All right, my so challenge. Halfway there, what do we know so far? It is a console exclusive, not to a Sony or Microsoft system. It's a long running game that's not a platformer. After 2000. After 2000. Played in the 3D perspective. 3D perspective. Yeah. And there are plants. And there are plants. Uh, is this Why a, was that the first question? <laughs> I don't know. I is feel like a, that's going to save us or hurt us at the is end. Is this a Zelda game? Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's so, why it was so sure. So you, you were so confident that if we knew it was a Zelda game, you'd be good. So. Okay, so let's narrow it down. So that's. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a 3D Zelda. Yo, so that one is yo you, uh, you turn into a wolf in this game? No. Okay. All right. So <laughs> it's a 3D Zelda game. It's not, not Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. It's Wind Waker. Do you, you ride a real uh, cool bird in this game? No. So it's not Skyward Sword. So that leaves Wind Waker. You, are you a real neat pirate in this game? Nope. Oh! <laughs> okay, right, I'm so in trouble. I'm in trouble. Cross, Link's crossbow training. <laughs> what if it is Link's crossbow training? It's got to be Link's crossbow training. Uh, everything else was an HD Are there make. plants in Link's crossbow training? Probably. There's some grass and yeah, shit. There's, yeah, there's, sure. there's plants. How do you think he learns all this stuff about his crossbow? Oh, from, <laughs> from that plant sensei who teaches him how to use uh, Wait, so do we, I, it's from a 3D perspective, so does that eliminate Phantom Hourglass and uh, and uh, the dumb, the train one? I mean, I don't know. Like, There's a 3D character model in there. We that could game. ask, is it a handheld game? You want to do that? Is it a handheld game? No. It's Link's right. crossbow training. It's got to be Link's crossbow training. You, you, want, you want to officially guess? Is Are it you? Link's crossbow training? No. Oh! Doesn't that mean we lose? Isn't that how this game works? I mean, if you want to stop, that's fine. No, no, no. You know what it is. It's, uh, it's the 3D brawler. The Smash Brothers? No. Um, oh, Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors? Yeah. But we, no, but it's made by a first party, and they didn't make that game. Yeah. How, how stupid are we being right now? It's a Zelda game after 2000 that's 3D. This, I'm gonna, this is going to end with me screaming because I, I, we missed something major. <laughs> All right. Are you, 2000 would be GameCube, Wii, and Wii U. Is yes. so, in Trixie? Is it, I'm not it's doing not anything. a handheld game. Is it's this, GameCube, Wii U, or, or Wii or Wii U. I hope it's not like hold the on. Ocarina of Time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this game console? out? Is this game released? I mean, does that even? Oh, yes, yes. yes. That I, is that a question? I thought he was tr trying to pull some shenanigans. I, I wouldn't on do that. I wouldn't yeah, do that. Breath of the Wild. That game's not out yet. Oh, I was talking about the Zelda that comes out in 2036. I thought he was trying. I thought it was Breath of the Wild. <laughs> back to box. Okay, so GameCube was Wind Waker, and it's not that. And it's not Twilight Princess. And it's not Twilight Princess. And, and it's not. And it's not Wind Waker. And it's not Skyward Sword. And but it's, it's not, not a Skyward handheld Sword. game. And it's not Hyrule Warriors. And it's not Link's Crossbow Training. Three questions left. Okay, hold on. Yeah, what the hell? We're missing one. Yeah, we're definitely missing something. We're missing a major one. It's oh, not Smash Brothers at all because Smash no, Brothers is Mario and, and also Smash Brothers is a platformer. Well, yes, totally. It's a fighting game. No, but it's got it's got an entire single player mode that plays like a platformer. All right. Well, the one that one does. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Don't don't um, don't do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, this is bad. 
so let's think about the spin-off ones because it's obviously none of the mainline ones. Um, there was like Tetris trackers and crap like that that didn't come to America. There was uh, like yeah, Tingles, Tingles Balloon Tingles Flight. Tingles Rupee Land. Tingles Rupee Land. Um, Ganon's Kissing Booth. <laughs> it's not. I love Ganon's Kissing Booth. It's, it's not, a pig again. Oh, no. Um, it's not a handheld. Did I ask that? Yeah, we know it's not a handheld game. It came to consoles. So it might be like the Zelda collection or whatever, but that's not fair. No, I don't think that's fair. And I, I, I can't imagine being like a virtual console version of a game. That would be kind of yeah. crappy. No, we asked if it was released after 2000. Yeah. So like, that would, that would mean the original release. Yeah. Okay. What other Zelda games? What the hell? Did we we did straight up say it's a Zelda game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know it's a Zelda game, and we know I asked about Holy. I asked about Wolf for Twilight Princess yeah. and Pirate for Skyward's or for Wind Waker, uh, for Wind Waker and bird. riding a cool bird for. And it's not Majora's Mask 3D or Ocarina of Time 3D because those were handheld games, right? And you don't train with a weapon. When did Majora's Mask come out? Two years ago. No, no, no. When did the original no. Majora's Mask? Majora's come out? Mask came out in the year 2000. Did it? Yeah. Do you think it's Majora's Mask? On the N64? I think so. Oh, you might be right. Is yeah, it that, that, we that forgot game about came the out in N64. 2000. That game came out in 2000 because yeah. I was a sophomore in high school. Is it The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask? Yes. Oh! Yeah! Oh! oh. you guys remembered. Yeah, it came out in the year oh. 2000. That's oh my crazy. god, good yeah. save. Well, yeah. I felt right for your good job save. by asking that 2000 question. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a really good one. You know what? I think we used to say 2000. Do we always say 2000 or 2001? Yeah. We say 2000. We say two, two, three. Man, that's nuts. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Majora's Mask out in 2000. In 64. I would have felt very dumb if we didn't get that. Yeah. Also, that game has tons of plants. There are all kinds yeah. of plants. Plants all over. Yeah. You can plant, turn into you a plant. Plants in into next yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You know who will never turn into a plant again is any victim of the Zodiac Killer, who is unfortunately still at large. <laughs> the victim is? <laughs> no, the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> the victim is still at large. <laughs> Ran for president recently. And then, the, So the GameCube wasn't out until 2001, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. So. Wow. So later, late, later in I, didn't, I guess I never actually thought about how late in the life of the 64 Majora's Mask was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very late. Crazy. I think Conquer was around then, too. Yeah. I guess Zelda games are always like pretty late. Yeah. Well, the well, second one. Yeah. Well, the, the first one didn't come till two years into its life. Right? Yeah. yeah. God, that's nuts. That's I can't believe how close we got to Remember not how cool getting that there. golden yeah. cart was? That bad. Yeah, it was oh. awesome. Good save, Justin. Well, and yeah. Andrew. Yeah. You guys came around there at the end. I was a little worried. Great job, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Brian. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.